Thank you for tuning into this episode of Dante's Inferno. I appreciate you sharing your time and energy with me. I do not take it for granted. I love you. Namaste. You're going to get a ton of value from this episode. At least I hope you do. That's the intent. So enjoy. Now, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Dante's Inferno. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll probably be putting this in YouTube as well. So everybody on the YouTube channel, thank you so much for watching this interview. I have my friend Axel with me. And I really wanted to, once I kind of like, obviously we haven't met, we met virtually. And after kind of hearing a story and having a back and forth on Messenger, I think he's just someone who's beautiful, awesome. And I really just want to share his story, what he's going through his life with you. I think you're going to get a lot of value from it. I think you're going to get a lot of good vibes. And yeah, my intent is just to, I don't know, just make you really get in touch with another human being and really relate with them on a really intimate level. So I know that's asking a lot, but we'll see if we can make that happen. Axel, thank you for coming on, my friend. I appreciate you sharing your time and energy with me. Hi. What's up? So if you just want to tell people, like, your first and last name and, you know, tell them about your life. Tell them about what you're going through. All right. Um... So my name's Axel David Romero. I'm 27. Um, I was born in July, July 7th. Um, all right, so uh, I grew up like really poor. Um, my parents were divorced. Uh, They're actually really abusive, I mean, but like, didn't really focus too much on that. I was always just like, kind of just still trying to be a kid. Um, <laughs> so like, I don't know, like, I grew up a little, and I wound up just like staying with my mom and she was just like trying to take care of me. Um, I don't know, I got like to like a period of time when I got really depressed when my sister ran away when I was 12 uh, and she was 13. My sister, uh, my older sister decided to run away with um, with a boyfriend. Um, and by that time, my, my older brother, he had already moved out. Um, so like, I was just like, living at like my dad's house when I grew up with my mom, but around that time I moved in with him and you know my stepmom and um they had like you know I my little brother uh, he's my stepbrother um but like then my sister just like took off so it was just like me and him and I was just kind of I just felt a little abandoned um and that's when like I just like I, I started to like rebel a little, um, started to like, I got like really depressed for a while and really lonely. I, I got into just like cutting myself, as sad as it sounds, like I, I used to cut myself so much. Um, um, and you know, it went, that went on for like years, that went on for like, I actually stopped about a year ago. Um, 
it's kind of like when I don't do that, it's sort of like a big accomplishment, like a big success. Like, oh, I can't, like I got through like a mental breakdown or I'm triggered and stuff and I didn't, you know, try to self-harm. So I was like, you know, that's like something big for me. <laughs> like, um. Yeah, no, definitely, 100%. A lot of people don't really understand. I think it's weird. I think because um, I guess because people handle their frustrations differently, and I guess that coping method isn't a healthy one. It's not a positive one either. Um, but like, it's sort of just like, sort of it's like it's a release. It was a release to me. Um, I, I don't know. I just had some sort of just like infatuation with just like seeing myself bleed. It was weird. It was just like kind of crazy. Um, Cause I didn't know where else to like, what else to do at that point. But that went on for a while. Like while I was just like into like my teens and stuff. And when I like, when I hit like my late teens, when I started just like hanging out more and partying with my friends and stuff, that's when I got like really, really careless. And like, I would just like get really drunk, um, do stupid things. I'm like, you know, you know, hook up with strangers and stuff like that. And like, just like make really poor decisions. Um, you know, like I would just like, I. Like basically like where like pretty much where I came from is just like a lot of partying and a lot of just bad choices. A lot of just like roaming in the streets aimlessly, always trying to smoke pot, always trying to get high, looking for the next high, whatever it was. I never considered myself like an addict or like anything like that. I was more of like a recreational drug user. But like I, like it would be like a variety of drugs. Like it wouldn't just be like one thing. It would just be a lot of things. Um, I mean, I've like slowed down on that. Um, now I just like smoke a little, a little weed here and there. Um, as for the HIV part, um, Yeah, the HIV that came that you know came out of nowhere. It came up when I was like seventeen, and you know, like I was like having like sex and stuff, and like being just like really just like reckless. You know, I was like making really bad choices, with people that I didn't know, like all of us do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess right. So like, I was like, I guess it's sort of like winning the lotto. Like, <laughs> so I got but, but like, the other way, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, um, no, like that was like first, like, I didn't want to believe it, you know, like, I got a, I sort of like felt myself just like dip into just like this wave of just. Um, just like depression, just a wave of just like sickness and like negativity, and it just got worse and worse and it spiraled. 
before I even got help. Like there came a time when I like, like I couldn't even like eat food. I couldn't keep any food down. I got so skinny. Um, and then like, I mean, like I, it, it got to a point where I couldn't even walk. I couldn't walk like a mile without like getting really tired, getting really faint or like feeling like I'm gonna pass out. Um, and then like the migraines started to come and the migraines were so bad. It felt like someone was stabbing my brain with a knife and I'd lock myself in, in my room for hours in the dark with my head under the pillows and just scream. Um, And then, like, so, like, I just, finally, I gave in, and I went to the hospital, because so I kept telling my parents, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, and, like, they were just, like, no, they finally took me to the hospital, they diagnosed me with a whole bunch of stuff, they couldn't really find anything, like, they at first thought it was meningitis, then they thought it was something, like, some other, like, sexual transmitted disease, and, like, and like towards the end, after I left the hospital, I was in the hospital for two weeks. Um, I was on like heavy fluids, like diluted. Um, they had me on morphine. Um, all I ate was like yogurts and like Italian ices and ginger ales. Um, so like after I got out, I, I kind of settled into like whatever I was feeling. I didn't that that year i didn't i didn't like move on to like the next my next grade because i spent i didn't go to my testing or anything so i had to repeat that i had to repeat my junior year because i got so sick um so i didn't graduate on time i didn't graduate with like my class or like any of my friends or anything graduated after um but anyway after that like I find like two weeks later, I'm like fine and I'm okay. I finally get results back from the doctor, and she says to me, uh, "You know, you're not gonna believe it, but you have HIV or HIV positive." And I sort of like that hit me like a, a ton of bricks. It almost didn't even hit me because I didn't. The words she said to me didn't even like correlate in my Did mind. I was no, I was just like, that's not true. That's really, that's not true. Like the, the amount of denial to me, thinking of it now is just like, it's just crazy to me. Like just how badly in denial I was for like five years. Um, that I mean, that's a really traumatic thing. Like that's, that's like your life just changed, you know? Like that's, that's really hard to, like for anybody, I, I, you know, Obviously, I haven't gone through it. I, I can't even. I have no room to even speak on it. But it's it's a significant life change. So, like you know, you're, you're totally, in in my eyes, you're totally fine for feeling that way. Like that's that's a healthy reaction. <laughs> so sorry. Continue, please. No, yeah, like um, well, I, I guess I just like. So, 
I pretty much like I lived my life as like I usually would normal um around that time I like got into running subconsciously I just started running I wasn't even thinking of it um that probably had a lot to do with like me feeling better and stuff um so it got to a point where because I was living with my mom she's a single mom we're living in like a two-bedroom apartment and stuff and I'm just like constantly getting sick um she asked my dad to come pick me up and to move me out to North Carolina and live with him so he, he could just like watch me because I was just incapable of like taking care of myself or just like making any good decisions um because I was so negative I never really like focused on like the bright side that I made it out of just like feeling so sick that one time in the hospital um so like I went there I lived with him for about a month I came back up here um finished school and stuff late um And I guess like five years later, it like hit me and when I started to like notice myself, I just like started to slow down. I didn't really like, like anything as much anymore. I didn't enjoy anything. I didn't like, I didn't really like, I, I didn't like being with my friends. I just really, all I really did was just like lay in my room by myself and just like get high and smoke pot and like just lay there. Um, and like I did that for a really long time. Um, until I like, I don't know, it just got like really bad. It got really bad. Cause I started like getting like hives and stuff on my legs. I started like getting developing rashes. Um, so then I'm like, what's that from? I'm like, maybe I have bed bugs. He's like, no, I didn't have any bed bugs. So then like I go back to the hospital and it was almost it's like I was coming back to terms with my soul because I'm in the ER and they're like, you know, like, and it like repeated in my head. They're like, do you want to take another, like an STD, like a screening? And I'm just like, yeah, sure. So then like I did that and before they even came back, I'm just like, it's gonna be positive. And like it came back positive and I'm like oh and then that's when it really really hit me and I'm just like yeah and then they're like we have records of you from when you were 17 I'm like you're right you do and they're like um so like I sort of explained it to them and they wanted me to see a psychologist uh, which was kind of interesting <laughs> yeah. um but after like I really just like came to terms with it I was like okay I'm gonna make my life I'm gonna to try to make most of my life I'm gonna to try to be as positive as I can I'm gonna to try to help as many people as I can because you know like it's not really like I just like it triggered something to me like 
after that, it like triggered more of just like positive emotions and positive feelings about my life. Um, where it's just like, I just, you know, yeah, it's HIV. Like, I sort of, if I want to be, if I want to feel good, healthy, I have to eat healthier. I can't like, I have to eat healthier. Like, I have to just like watch what my intake is and the amount of food I'm eating and what I'm eating. Like, I have to take care of myself. I have to do exercise. It's all, it, it's become like something more just like nature, like second nature, really. Um, So now I'm just also, I'm at like that level where I kind of just want to evolve and see like what else, like see like how much more I can like better myself so I can better the world around me. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, if that makes sense. Um, no, one hundred, one hundred percent. And you don't, you don't have to accept this, but something that I would like to do, and on behalf of the company, would like to do is, if you're open to it, we can talk more of it afterwards. If it's something that seems appealing, is give you access to our thousand dollar program and have my the guy was teaching me and my mentor and energy coach give you one on one coaching sessions. Um, it's like energy work. And again, talk more about that after, if that sounds like something we want to do completely pro bono, just because you're amazing and you're beautiful. And that's, that's such a horrible thing to have to go through. Um, what would you tell people who, who, you know, it's very easy, especially living in like America to, to get caught up in entitlement and, and, you know, negativity and like complaining and not really appreciating the present moment and the fact that you're healthy and alive and, you have a lot going for you, not really focusing on that rather than what you don't have or what other people have. What would you tell those people? Um, really, I like, um, When, like, I come from that kind of mentality, like, I know how that feels and how, like, I guess left out they can feel. And some of them know it's true and some of them don't realize, I think. But I would tell them that, like, if you, like, reach out, just, like, reach out to yourself. Do yourself, like you owe it to yourself to feel good and to feel positive and to be like around positivity and to attract positive things and to attract to attract grateful people like you owe it to yourself like yeah like we're all like i'm going through whatever i'm going through you know, someone else, like one of my best friends can be going through something that I'm completely unaware of, you know, like, but like, 
we know, like, I know it hurts, whatever it may be. It, it really, it, the pain is, it's true. It's there. But like, you owe it to your soul and your body to not let yourself get so down. And that's as simple as I can put it. You're just throwing yourself to like the wasteland. You're just disgracing yourself when you do that. I mean, I, I mean, that's not like, and I feel like I'm painting like kind of like a negative picture, but like, <laughs> but like, like the world is just so beautiful and vibes are just so beautiful. Energy is great. It feels good to just be like, to just be like a part of something, to just allow yourself to feel happy. And, um, to just like really just try and to just give it a shot. Like who cares if, who cares? Tell yourself who cares if you feel stupid or if you look stupid or, you know, it's just like, because you're gonna like grow out of that and it's just gonna like, it's, all that pain is just gonna be taken away if you just put yourself out there. You know, put yourself out there in a way like, you know, like, well, yeah, I'm like putting myself just like allow your just like inner self to breathe, to not be so like tight, like holding, like just let it go. Whatever, whatever that is, whatever your trauma or like issues are your depression, your anxieties, like, you know, like your arguments with like people at work or like on the sidewalk and just, just try to let it go. Um, I don't know, it's because it's like, it's worth it when it's worth it to just not, just don't. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know, it's like, Really, no. that's like all I have. No, perfectly per 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 like per said. <laughs> you should be the motivational speaker. <laughs> that was great. No, I, I learned from the best. <laughs> so what? what's um, something you enjoy doing right now in your life? What's something that brings you happiness? Well, as of lately, um, I really, I just like to listen to music. Like music is just like who's on your playlist right now? Like really who are you obsessed with? Huh. Um <laughs> well it's there's uh I'm obsessed with this one band called Lesbians on Ecstasy. That's and a hell of a title. <laughs> they're very sexual, they're very yeah, they're very just like club, very just like it's like a like a house twist with just like kind of just, just it's just really just like I I like it a lot. <laughs> um, Marking that one down, I will definitely listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, um, yeah, there's a song called uh, I think it's called "Tell Me Does She Love You" or "Tell Me Does She Love the Bass" or something. It's like a it's a good song. Um, <laughs> But yeah, music is like a big part of my life. I love music. Like, 
intensive bands like a perfect circle tool um you know like what else do i listen to i listen to a lot of corn i listen to a lot of jack off gel i listen to jackalope metric um what else queens of the stone age um classic <laughs> yeah i like i'm i'm like more into just like underground just like things that like yeah there's great like pop like you know media and like mainstream music like i love i've always loved that stuff but like i'm like more into just like underground just like you know things i don't really get that many likes that like i guess like aren't so popular that's what i like a lot of just like goth rock industrial yeah metal um so you're a fan of metal yeah what Um, right now huh no go ahead right now like one of my favorite uh i guess it, it would just be monolord um it's something that just came on shuffle and then i just like looked into them and they're like really good they're just like they like hit that like sweet just like spot of just like dark like metal way cool do you have like um do you have anything like any any like big goals you're working toward or like like a dream or like a long like something for the future or are you just kind of like enjoying your life currently is just being happy and just like existing in the present moment because that i mean that's enough i don't think anybody needs to have like an all-consuming purpose if you're happy then you win but do you, do you have any goals like do you have anything you're working on like any big projects or something you're moving toward um i'm sort of doing a bit of um like right now i'm like yeah i'm like trying to just like hang out and chill i'm like really happy with my life sorry i have like a strong burp (laughs) totally fine Um, (laughs) i um you know like you know i like to hang out and chill i'm like i'm really happy with my life but my goals is just like they well i have a lot of goals where um i want to just i guess for my future just like succeed in my future because i mean knowing my background i haven't really had that many opportunities so i have to just like do with what i did with the hand i was dealt with um which is like really cool it's like street smarts um <laughs> but like um yeah like to me like a near and dear goal would be to just move forward with my career which is you know working you know behind a chair doing people's hair like you know, that's my passion that's something that i that something that i've had a knack for since i was about 13 that i never really paid attention to up until later on when i i I almost just like subconsciously manifested myself going into beauty school so i can just like take care of myself afterwards so now i'm just like working 
you know, but I'd like, you know, a goal would just be, and I feel like it's kind of like a lofty goal would just be to like, kind of like, you know, be like an established hairdresser with a following. Um, I don't know, to me that's important because, you know, I love doing that. I love doing hair. It's a form of creativity. I'm a very creative person, but it's also like, it's very professional. Um, what what about it gives you like what about it brings you happiness and like makes you resonate with it like what is it a specific part is it just the whole thing like why does it speak to you it speaks to me because <laughs> um when it's it's artsy it's creative um it's scientific but and at the end of the day it's for making someone feel beautiful from the inside and out you're making like you're helping someone feel you're helping someone catch their soul essence that's what it's really about that's what we do um and that right there is just that's enough to like to just like that's really that's enough for me um because it, it's it's rewarding um And it's just, there's just, to me, it's just like my, my whole heart is in that. So like, I just, I love it. That that was, that was beautifully, beautifully put. And last question, what's something you think people should be focusing on or talking more about? Um, I think people should focus more on the positives in their lives i think they should talk more about what they're grateful for talk you know focus on their goals talk about their goals set new goals just i just think people should just focus on being happy um and like focus on being themselves. I try to focus on being myself. Um, I guess like focus more on just like the beauty around them. Um, like talk more about the things they want, talk more about the things they love talk more about like you know like it's like how good your day was talk more about you know like how nice like the service was at like the restaurant or something you know just like more of that like more of just like just happiness I think I don't know <laughs> perfectly said thank you Axel for sharing your time and energy with me and everyone listening. This was really awesome and you're a beautiful person. And I count you as a friend and I hope you count me as a friend and we need to like hang out ASAP whenever I'm either in your state or you're in my state because you're really, really cool. And yeah, I'm just excited for your life and let me know if I can ever do anything for you or help you in any way. Thank you.
You're welcome. Um, and thank you for taking like valid interest in my story. Um, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're really cool too. Um, and uh, you know, you're really, you're, I'm really, I'm moved by everything that you say and everything you're You're back. Okay. So, okay, yeah, where was I? I'm moved by everything you're saying. Like, it really, it hits, like, it hits home. It hits the heart. It hits the soft spot, whatever you want to call it. Um, I can I can relate with everything you're saying. And, like, it resonates. You know, like, there, there's a lot of times where I'm just, like, I'm at that point where I'm about to just feel like, all right, forget it. But then it's just like, hey, it's Dante's live. So it's like, okay, no, never mind. And then I get like that flow of energy, that flow of love. <laughs> and I'm just like, great, <laughs> perfect timing. Yeah. Like, that's You're amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Where can people follow you? Or, or get a hold of you if they want to talk to you, have any questions, just want to like friend you. What's the best place to do that? Um, I mean, if you want to, I'm, I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, I use Facebook a lot. So Facebook, Messenger is fine. Um, if you want to Facebook me, it's Axel David Romero. Um, I guess Instagram, I don't really use Instagram or anything else. I really just use Facebook. So Facebook is really the best method to contact me or, you know, if you want to just get in touch. Cool. Um, everyone listening, YouTube and the podcast, if you do want to get a hold of Axel, I'm going to put in the description, if you're listening on YouTube, the description below will have his Facebook. Everyone listening on the podcast, you're going to have to do a little bit of work and actually put his name into Facebook search bar. So I think you can handle that. Thank you, Axel, for, for coming on. You're amazing. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And yeah, just big thank you for coming on. Thank you, Dante. I really enjoyed it. And, awesome. you know, I mean, it, like I have genuine love for you and I hope you have a great night. I hope everyone listening has a great night. And um, yeah. Sweet. Bye. Bye-bye. I sincerely hope you got a ton of value from this episode. If you didn't, then, then you, just, you just send me some, some coal for Christmas. <laughs> but I hope you did. I hope you did. That was my intent. hope you get a ton of value. I hope you had some realizations, epiphanies, and you, you just got value. Okay, like your life is at least 1% better for having listened to this episode, and it wasn't a waste of time. Uh, I, I sincerely wish the most amount of happiness and success for you. Um, Glenn and I at energyawarenesstraining.com, big plug there, energyawarenesstraining.com, we want to end global emotional human suffering. We have a product that allows you, teaches you how to heal your past pain and trauma, put yourself in a state of happiness every single day and massive action, right? Not, not happiness sitting in a cave, unless you want that, unless that actually makes you happy, but massive action combined with happiness, using happiness as a foundation, a platform to then take a disgustingly awesome level of action to get the things you want in your life, to live your dreams. But coming from a place of inspiration, not desperation, having to fight through it to make it happen. So with that being said, uh, if you're ready to change your life, go to energyawarenesstraining.com. But besides that, enjoy the free content, free videos, free posts. 
I love you guys. Thank you for rocking with me on this episode. You mean the world to me. I want you to just be successful and happy and, and just get everything you want. So keep listening. Keep engaging. I'm here for you.